This is the IC Pixels podcast with David and Anthony Cavins. We're going to talk about design in everyday situations. Pixels Podcast. This is Anthony. This is David. And today we are talking to another uh, illustrious guest. Um, I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, my name is Sophia Mobley, and I am a I'm the video production specialist at an engineering firm. But I also have a, a YouTube channel and a blog called Ask a Black Girl. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Um, and we, we decided to talk to her today because we noticed that she's doing some, you know, doing had a new YouTube channel and we're thinking about just how, how I mean, personally, I I was impressed by, you know, the thought that you put into it. I don't know. Because some people, they just start a YouTube channel and they just, you know, they're <laughs> just, just in their, yeah, they're just in their bathroom somewhere or whatever. And I was like, oh, wow, she's got like <laughs> graphics and everything. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, all right. Yeah. Um, so I get, I mean, I guess, you know, like what, how did you get started? I mean, you said you're a video production uh, specialist or something. Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what they called me. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Is that, I mean, is that something like, is that what you went to school for or like? I, I got a master's in media and communications psychology. Um, but I always had an interest in video and editing. I was mostly self-taught, but then the masters kind of, um, you know, tied everything that was self-taught together, if that makes any sense. My undergraduate degree has nothing to do with any of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was been a dream. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, really, it's, shout it's out performance. <laughs> it was interdisciplinary studies in chemistry, biology, and music. So yeah, literally nothing to what? do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, so you get, so you got that, and then you're like, wait a minute, I don't want to do that. And Basically, then... I'm ADD. Okay. Long... <laughs> oh. No, that's that's understandable. I mean, I, I, yeah. both kind of like that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm running to a lot of people that their undergrad and what they're doing now are completely. Like no connection at all. Mhm, mhm. No connection at all. But that's okay. Um, you asked me a question. I don't remember what it was. Oh, how did I get into this? Yeah, yeah. Like, where? How did I guess? Like, from you know, from one point to like, what led you to getting into video, and like, what what led you down that path? I guess, and then you know, what led you to starting your own channel? Um. Okay, video. Um. I, I used to kind of tinker with iMovie and stuff. Just people would randomly ask me to put together like a, um, a photo collage video to music. And it was a lot of fun for me. And at the time, it was really hard times. I had an old iMac, the one with the round bottom on it. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that computer was super slow. The one the, to try. It came in like the different colors, like the green and the blue. Not that one with the round back. This oh, okay. one was just a round stand. It was a just a unibody with with a, the stand was kind of round. I don't know, but <laughs> it was old and really slow. But I would try to make videos on that. And then my sister got married and was like, you're going to do the video for my wedding. <laughs> and that was like the first, I guess, bigger project I had. Um, and then it kind of grew from there, just doing different things at church um, in the communications department. And then I was like, I, I really like doing this. I should probably step up from iMovie. And then I moved on to um, Final Cut. And... Um, you know, things kind of grew from there. And then I decided to go back and get a master's in media and communications um, psychology because I just like how um, media affects how we feel and how we think. And you can pretty much control people with the content you put out. You can make them feel happy or angry or sad or whatever based on the music you use in a video or whether a picture is black and white or not, you know, that, that kind of thing. So... That led me down that path. So I started doing freelance um, video editing. And then that was hard times. So I was like, I need a steady job. So I um, wound up here in Kentucky taking this job as video production specialist where I am in charge of all the video and photography for the company. Oh. Um, how that led to the YouTube channel. I am the only black person in my office um what we have we have 13 offices all over the country and i am the only black employee oh my god <laughs> are you serious wow i'm not kidding i'm really not kidding. oh my goodness we've had several come and go <laughs> uh, they really came up with you they're feeling they're checking two boxes a woman and a black person <laughs> and yes no for real they're like we need you to stick around uh, you know <laughs> <laughs> no, they haven't said that, but I I pretty much know that's what's going on. Wow. Yeah, so but if that, you were just like cripple and maybe a Native American and right? a transvestite or a lesbian, they wouldn't Trans need to hire anyone else. They really wouldn't. They really wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But that led to me sitting in the office overhearing conversation. And I'm just like, what are you guys talking about? Not only that, people would ask me the most random things and i have a i can call him my friend now we're really good friends now but initially he would say and ask me questions that i was like this dude is probably the most racist person i've ever met but he was so sincere in the things he was asking me i was cool with it i was just like let me just calm down and answer these questions for him and every day was like his mind was completely blown of just about simple things like why did he would ask uh, one of the questions he asked me was like um i remember in high school all the black guys used to have a whole bottle of jergens lotion in their book bag why <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, look at your skin and look at my skin we both get what is called ashy but it's going to show up more on us than you so and especially the darker you are the more you're going to not want to be ashy because it's going to turn white his mind was just like, what? Oh my gosh, I just thought it was like a fad or something. I'm like, no. Oh my God. <laughs> so, 
he him, he and I became really he's one of my closest friends now and we could talk about whatever when it comes to race and I just saw the transformation um, that he went through just from asking me honest questions and um, I just know that so many of like my other coworkers and just people just people in general assume things about black people and they think they're they think they know they think they got it nailed down but they yeah. really don't know much about us and it's because we don't really know each other i was like you know he would often say he doesn't have any other black friends he doesn't know any other black people so how could they know yeah. they don't see they don't have to watch our shows on tv we have to watch theirs if we plan on watching tv um so they don't know anything about us so i was just like what can i do to get people comfortable talking to black people and get people asking questions and this is what i came up with that's that's interesting i mean (laughs) i don't know because it's like yeah i mean because yeah initial reaction yeah you'd be like wow this guy is wilding you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was comical you know and sometimes i would just be in complete shock but he was really sincere in the things he he would ask and so i would just answer and it made him more comfortable asking more questions. And now I have to calm him down. Like, you're going to get me fired if you <laughs> continue. You oh, know? he keeps getting over that. <laughs> yeah, now he's he's lost friends and family members over Colin oh, okay. Kaepernick. You know, he's gone hard. He's like a Black Panther. I'm like, dude, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's overcompensating now. Like, all right, chill, 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 chill. chill. <laughs> because they won't fire you, they'll fire me. Yeah, <laughs> you're having a bad influence. Came around starting trouble. Shot. Right, exactly, exactly. But yeah, that's how this this whole thing came about. Well, I think I mean that thing said that. Uh, I think that's important. Like that. I mean the communication part of it. I mean because that you know well, you know we all grew up going to the similar school and it's like yeah you could easily not know anybody else. Yeah, easily, easily. easily. I think a lot of of people are. A lot of people, like, well, we all know where we came from, where where we went to elementary, high school. Streets. Yeah. Sorry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oakwood Road. Uh, (laughs) Basically. Out there on a ride out and. What you know know about Pulaski? But. But whenever I talk about the school that I went to, my coworkers just look at me and blink like, what? How? So it's only black people. And but you still know people that are engineers and doctors and lawyers. Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, They can't even. (laughs) No, no, but it's you'd be surprised that a lot of people think that Mm. way. Like. How did that happen? But yet, and then don't even get into like, oh, but, and you're a vegetarian, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you're not what we think of as black at yeah. all. You know, and they're like, I know you want some fried chicken. I don't actually, but thanks for offering. <laughs> I don't, that's racist, but I don't. <laughs> I, I would prefer watermelon, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. So I was just like, I'm going to put myself out there and allow people to ask me whatever they want to ask. And I, I will put my feelings aside and not be offended because I don't mm. know. So the only way for them to find out is, you know, for them to ask or to Google it. Yeah. Googling <laughs> is not safe. <laughs> no. Because I've seen like uh, on I mean, Instagram, I... like screenshots of people like, if you, you know how you type in Google and it'll start guessing? 
and it'll say like you yeah. start typing it like why are all black guys like thugs or like those are Murders. yeah it's like crazy stuff like yeah. that so don't google yeah it's better to talk to somebody but no. uh, i was gonna say like like where we grew up and everything it's easy to it's easy to not know any white people or any other races for the most part or if you do mm-hmm. know some of them they're gonna be they're gonna be similar very very similar to you you know in terms of background and everything like because i grew up like on our street uh we when we were younger we had a hispanic friend we had an asian friend we didn't know any white people at all but it was us a hispanic guy a white guy i mean a hispanic guy asian guy and us me and my brother anthony who happens to be on this podcast Mm -hmm. as well and uh yeah i got to know them or whatever but they had a very similar background to us so it wasn't like i was learning much and then like the white people that i knew in high school they were very similar to me it wasn't until i got to college that i met like the white people like what you'll see on tv and i was like i thought y'all were just joking and doing that for tv i didn't know y'all were really (laughs) like that yeah 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 it's really interesting really so to to try to you know spark communication between races not just black people and white people you know but with everybody because we don't really know much about each other this you know, it's just like, I'm just going to make a fool of myself and let people ask me questions. <laughs> how, how did you get to that point? I mean, I I don't really like people that much. Um, <laughs> and well, I, I mean, because I sometimes I'll design a shirt with like or I'll see a shirt that has like makes a statement or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I have one of those. Um, I stand with standing rock shirts or whatever. Mm hmm. But the problem is when I wear it, then people want to talk to me. And I'm like, I don't really want to talk to you. I, I don't know. So how do I mean, was that a problem with you? Was that I'm just weird. <laughs> um, no, but yes, um, because oddly enough, I am an introvert. But So it was kind of like a, I'm going to force myself out of my comfort zone because something needs to change and if nobody's willing to do something about it then somebody's gonna have to at some point try to do something to make things change and even if that means me talking to random people on the street i'll do it even if i don't like talking to people that much (laughs) well that's that's uh, that's good on you yeah because i I don't know i was like (laughs) i was like you know what i'm not gonna wear this shirt anymore because i don't really want to because i was in a store and some lady read it you know, she was waiting for me to explain it, and I didn't say anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, but that's a good opportunity because it starts conversation, and though the conversation sucks sometimes, you can really open somebody's mind. Um, that's to, true. Now, some people just want to talk about it so they can get their point yeah. across, but some people don't. Some people really want to know what you think about it. Yeah, I, I'll 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 do better. <laughs> so yeah. uh, so like uh, let's say like you're so how did you put the concept together? I mean, was this the initial thing that you thought of doing, or did it start out somewhere else? Like I'm just gonna write a blog about it, or like how did how did it start? It started with me asking my friend, <laughs> the the guy I was mentioning. Oh okay, yeah. To do a podcast with me. Um, but he didn't want to do it. So <laughs> he's like, I lost uh, too many I friends already. I'm good. 
Like I'm not, yeah, you know, and it's just it's just too much. They're about to take to... my card. I don't know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they um, don't invite me to the meetings anymore. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, uh, he didn't he didn't want to do it. Also, our schedules. It's just we're both introverts too, so we're, neither of us are going to go out of our way to meet the other person. <laughs> it's kind of no. kind of bad. Um, so you know, I was just like, well, whatever. What else can I do? And I was talking to another friend. He was like, you should do a YouTube channel. And it wasn't really about this. We were talking about something else. And I, you know, went back and forth about that. And then um, I was like, I will do a YouTube channel and I'll do it about this, you know, race and politics and, you know, all that. So that's how it came out. Okay. I think that's good uh, that you didn't do a podcast. Well, maybe it's not good, but. I think it's good you didn't you went like to your strong suit because you do video so it's going to be easier for you to do it but yeah. uh, regarding the podcast like i don't know i listen to a lot of podcasts and it seems like most of the black podcasts that i listen to they're just talking about pop culture like most of them don't talk about anything mm-hmm. that's relevant that you, like next week when i listen to it i'm like well that's old news i already know usher's out here burning people so <laughs> yeah like that's right like mostly if, if you're just talking about uh pop culture then i don't need to hear that from four different black people just like you know well i think a lot in a lot of cases well, this is probably a bigger thing but in a lot of cases you'll see that black people get pigeonholed to talking about a certain type of thing yeah, uh, yeah. like you know if you're well like the, a rapper said it drugs basketball or rap that's mm-hmm. your options as a black person a lot of times so mm-hmm. when you go try and do something different then it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. aren't you supposed to be over there playing basketball Right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. So I guess it was a good choice. Sometimes it doesn't feel that way, <laughs> but oh, well, that's you're the... standing out on the corner and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cold nights yeah. on the corner. No, well, I get to that. well that's, that's something totally different. But oh, okay. um, I was gonna say I like uh, what I like about it because I, I I did go watch all the videos. Oh, thank you. Um. I like because like I've, I've seen similar things to this. I'm not going to say like, oh, you're inviting somebody's style, but like this seems like something I would see like on BuzzFeed, but it would be one video and it would probably be more for the jokes and more for the clickbait and not for like actually digging into the issues like the hair thing. Yeah. Um, I can give you a short answer, but I feel like the video you did where well, it's actually like two videos you did going into the details. It's more helpful than just doing a clickbaity BuzzFeed type thing where. Yeah. I laugh and I feel like ah, I know something about black people and then I can move on and I can, you know, go back, go back to my day and just put that in my list of stereotypes and keep it moving. Right, right, right. And that's, that's really my goal is because I can't literally spend that much time talking to everybody in the world. I try my best to dig in as much as possible in a short amount of time and, you know, kind of provide facts about why things are the way they are and why I feel the way I do mm-hmm. as opposed to just kind of staying on the surface and making it all about jokes. Yeah. Or even just being like, Hey, that's wrong. <laughs> right. Know. Right. I mean, cause there is the argument people make. It's like, well, you know, you shouldn't have to go educate, you know, the world and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't yeah. know how you feel about that. Um, I mean, I kind of think like there's a balance. Yeah. You don't, I don't know. You don't, some people aren't worth convincing, probably. No, they're not. But they're, they're not even going to ask. They'll be like, yeah, exactly. I know how your tap is. We don't take <laughs> talent of your tap around here. 
Nothing against right. Southerners, but yeah. Right. <laughs> and um, darn, I forgot was what I was gonna say, but yeah, some they won't ask, or, and they definitely won't click on the video. Um, you know, and I I try my best not to come across as I am speaking for all Black people on how we all feel about this. Right. And I try to encourage people to you know, write how they feel in the comment section because I, I can't speak for everybody, but every but the people watching do need to hear um, multiple perspectives on how we feel as a whole as opposed to just my opinion about something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's something I, I sometimes struggle with is because, I don't know, I mean, just because I didn't necessarily always... I can't always relate to the typical... Um, black stereotypes even some of the good ones i can't relate or just the experience people talking about like cookouts and stuff. I, was like, I don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm. we, had, we had potlucks with haystacks <laughs> haystacks yes there was no grill i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i mean it's kind of a weird thing sometimes because i don't feel i don't always feel connected with it so i appreciate what you're saying you're not trying to speak for everyone because i mean yeah. yeah i think the main one of the main problems is people do see us as like one group of large group of you know, one, you know, monolithic person. Yeah, there yeah. we go. <laughs> yeah, and we're not. I mean, everybody, you know, because I think a lot of our quest is just to be um, free to be who we want to be, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, right. heard, I've heard someone say, like, the the blessing of being white, I guess, is that you come as a blank slate. There's no expectations for you. Like, yeah. they might expect, yeah. like, you like mayonnaise or something, but there's no real other expectations that, like, negative or positive per se you, you're just like hey there's there's kyle <laughs> let's see what he wants <laughs> whereas right, yeah. with you yeah. it's like oh he's we're having a cookout he's playing basketball uh he likes rap music he he knows mm-hmm. where i can get some weed like all that stuff is already automatically all that there. Stuff. yeah yeah and that may all be true but <laughs> well it's it's funny <laughs> when i well i mean we do it to ourselves too because like when i moved up here I'm, i live in dc but when i moved up here I kept getting asked for weed, and I was like, "But I'm why I'm I'm wearing like business casual clothes. Why are you asking me for weed? I don't have any. I don't. I'm not from here. Cover. I can't help you. Good wow. cover. <laughs> That's really interesting. Yeah. Nobody's asked me that here, but I don't I don't leave the house often. Um, <laughs> in Atlanta. Means- so, but that, that was one thing I realized when I moved here is. Just, I mean, you know, back in Alabama, I mean, it wasn't like just white people, you know. Well, of course, we grew up in a bubble of black people and everything, but um, it was interesting to move to a city where you're not necessarily a minority anymore, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't feel like people are, I'm walking around and people are thinking things because... I don't know. It's just, especially where I live. Everybody's from, there's like, I can get authentic food from like six different countries, like really close to my house, yeah. <laughs> where That's they awesome. actually eat there. And it's like, I don't know. It, it's just an interesting thing because you can live inside of one, you know, ecosystem. <laughs> and you get another one. It's like, oh, wait, this is how the world really is. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. I now live in the opposite of, of what I experienced. <laughs> Huntsville. I, the, Louisville is very, very segregated. Honestly, if I don't, depending on the church I go to, and if I don't see my family, I can go maybe a couple weeks without seeing anybody black. Wow. Um, yeah, it's 
it's weird. So I visited Atlanta a year or so ago, and I was almost in culture shock. Like, look at all the <laughs> This is amazing. <laughs> I didn't realize how you know how drastically different it is here than it is there until I went and I was like whoa this is yes I do know black people yes <laughs> it <does> exist <laughs> well it, it definitely can be like it's it's like subconscious brainwashing or something like that because it's like you know I grew up in Hunts, Huntsville Alabama and then I moved around the south a little bit but then when I came mm-hmm. I moved here to DC or actually no it was before I moved here I came up here for an internship uh, mm-hmm. and I'm driving around riding with my cousin who happens to be black some guy passes us in a Benz and he's black and he's like not that much older than me so mm-hmm. my mind of course thinks yep he's a drug dealer <laughs> for no reason oh that sucks but then yeah. it, it happened a couple more times and I began to realize wait a minute you're in DC I'm in DC <laughs> and there's black people <laughs> yeah. here and they have jobs yeah. And yep. they can buy nice things. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. It was real weird. He, pro- he, he probably knew where you could get some weed, though. But <laughs> I did not I'm bother asking because I was still confused. Like, <laughs> how did he get a car? Like, he's not supposed to drive that car. He should be in a Caprice. Yeah. <laughs> no, no that, the same thing happened here in Atlanta when I first moved here. It's just like, oh, wait. No, this is normal. Yeah. Like, people just are just living their lives and, like, Mm-hmm. Prosper. I mean, the, I remember it wasn't the first time I've been to Atlanta, but I guess I don't know. First time I was really driving around like a year or three ago. And I was driving through downtown, and it was like there was like a crew of black people on bikes, like riding behind me. And I was like, "Oh my goodness, I have to like, move it," you know? Like bicycles? <laughs> yeah, no. like casually. It was like not Meek Mill. <laughs> what? And like I'm riding those dirt bikes. Oh, yeah. No, no, I did see that once. But no, it was just like regular, like, you know, like they paid for these expensive, like street road bikes and like yeah, in, yeah, in, in, yeah. in spandex and everything. They're just riding around like, I was yeah. like, oh, you can be whoever you want here. It's for huh. fun. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't realize that what kind of control that has on, on you. I mean, I didn't realize, that, I guess, the drastic change of just the way I carried myself since I lived here. Until I go back to Alabama and I realize that I don't have that same, I guess, almost apologetic uh, mm-hmm. way of carrying myself around. When you, depending on who you're around, almost like, oh, well, don't mind me, you know. Sorry, just being black over here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have that in Huntsville, but I don't well, know. I didn't, well, I didn't realize it until living here and I okay. don't have that paranoia anymore. Yeah. And then I go back and I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not paranoid anymore. That's, yeah. I don't know. Because, you know, before it's just like this constant, for me, maybe I'm just in my head too much, but thinking somebody's looking at you like, oh, maybe you should, like, they don't think you should be there or something. You're like, you're always trying to constantly prove that you're, that but you're you, okay. Yeah, that I can be here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I realized I didn't have that anymore. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> well, with that in mind, so, I, I had an actual question. Um, in your workplace, because like we've we, we in one of our previous episodes, we talked about like diversity in like creative fields and stuff like that. And how like, mm-hmm. I mean, you mentioned like you're the only black person in like your whole company. Do you mm-hmm. run into many women in your department or in your field in your area at all? Because like, for instance, me, 
I've maybe worked with another woman maybe two times and I've been doing what I do, graphic design, web design stuff for 10 years now. And mm-hmm. that's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, that gets tricky. <laughs> uh, off the record, my, at my job, we had a situation where I was a part of a marketing team. There were seven of us, and now there's just me. So, um, yes, I, I, how do, how do I answer your question? No, I don't run into any other women because it's just me. <laughs> but but <laughs> when there was another, when there was a team of us, um, yeah, there was another, the graphic designer was a female and then she had, um, yeah, there was one other female, basically. The graphic designer was a female. Well, and the person over social media was a female, too. Oh, so. Okay. Yeah. Um, I actually work. But I have I, met several female graphic designers being here. I don't know if maybe this is just where all the female graphic designers come, but <laughs> yeah. I actually, I actually work with a, a female, a black female graphic designer now. Awesome. I've never awesome. seen that's like a rare sighting, at least for me. That is. She's yeah, it's weird. I, <laughs> I was like, I, I can check this off the list before. Yeah, because otherwise, I was, yeah, I, I didn't see any others. <laughs> so with the um branding of your your youtube channel and everything else like what went into like the creation of the name and all of that stuff like what did you have other names in mind or what led you down that road i guess um i didn't have any other names in mind i i really can't remember how the name came about um, I feel like it's self-explanatory. I asked, yeah, <laughs> I asked, yeah. It's just like people can ask me questions. I'm black. Let's say I'm a girl because ask a black woman sounds a little more aggressive. Um, <laughs> Talk so, about that. No. Ask a soul sister. <laughs> that's a different, right? That's a different episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> Did you feel like you had to? No, <laughs> so as far as the name, it was just I don't know. The name just kind of came. Um, what was what was the other part of your question? Well, I guess um, I guess what I'm wondering is like, where are you trying to go with it? Like, I mean, where do you? What's your vision for your channel? I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my vision for the channel, I, I just hope it grows into something. I, I mean, I would love to be. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say a political commentator, maybe on like the Daily Show, but not like CNN. Oh. Um, um, it's kind of strange. I have always liked Lisa Ling. Do you guys know who Lisa Ling is? Um. She's a journalist. Um, she has a show called Our America. Um, I don't know. Anyway, I have always admired her in that She's just been brave enough to go anywhere and talk to anybody about anything. And um, I, while I love my YouTube channel, I really have a passion for documentaries. So I, I don't know. I hope this sparks something to where I can move into the documentary film world. Mm. Um, I, I really don't know. As, as of right now, 
I just want the channel to grow to to a place where people are really talking more than just my circle of mm. friends on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, to where it reaches, you know, further than I thought it would. And I have gotten people, messages from people saying, um, you know, they met me on the street and then they shared it with another person, you know, that kind of thing, which is, which is really the goal, just sort of a chain reaction that people are willing to actually talk. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I saw you were doing like T-shirts recently and other things like that. I mean, like, what is your strategy, I guess, for growing? Um, st- strategy <laughs> about that. <laughs> like, no, it's all right okay. if you just make it up right now. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna make it up right now. No, um, I do have a loose strategy. We had to take this this HubSpot um, course at work, and I took a class through HubSpot on growth driven design. And um, one of the things that I that I've really clung to is the idea of failing fast. And it was really about web design and how you should get a website up that is fully functional but not exactly perfect, and get it up quickly so that you can get the analytics back and figure out exactly what people want um, based on, you know, heat maps and all that stuff. Anyway, what I took from that in this that I'm doing with my YouTube channel is, okay, put it out there, see what works, see what's too long, what's too short, what people like, what people don't like, and grow from there. So I tried the t-shirt, like, do people want merchandise? Let's try it, let's put it out there the cheapest, fastest way possible, see if people like it. If they do, go from there. If they don't, pull it, try something else. So my strategy is kind of just to try anything and fail fast, which may <laughs> not be the, the best way to do it, but I feel like I get the most um, feedback that way. If you spend so much time making something perfect and then you put it out there and it's not what people want, then I just wasted so much time and money um, producing content that people don't even want. So my thing is try to put out, as I get ideas, I just do it quickly. And I try not to think about it because I'm very good at it. Talk yourself out of it, yeah. Yeah, I'll talk (laughs) myself out of it or I'll overthink it and I'll be like, I should do this, but probably a year from now when this happens, you know, so. Um, that's my strategy is just to try, try anything and see what people like and don't like, and then use that to build upon. That's I, I kind of do. Strategy. I kind of have like a similar, basically concept in my brain that's to say, I, you know, I, I, I'll jump, I jump off the cliff and learn how to fly on the way down. Yeah. Because, because yeah. I'll do the same thing. I'll talk myself out of anything. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I can talk myself out of getting out of bed in the morning or something like that. You know, <laughs> right. just like, just do it. Before you can even think too hard about it, so yep. no, I mean yep. that's 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 a good concept. I mean, I like the idea of that, like putting it up there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's probably like a balance between. I think you met the balance because even though you're just putting stuff out there, you know, have the skill to make it look good. Like it doesn't look like you just started. I guess. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's a huge compliment coming from graphic and web designers. <laughs> Oh, we're not that good. No, <laughs> no I mean, you know, because like a lot of people make YouTube videos. I mean, and they start in her back. I mean, like that girl Francesca Ramsey, like she started in her. Yeah, like, she did. And you've well, already. Huh? 
But look at her now, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, you've already kind of skipped some of those steps of starting in your bathroom because of you can wait. You already know how to edit videos and all that kind of stuff. I was impressed. Like, oh, well, all right. <laughs> we got clips and sound bites and graphics. Okay. <laughs> So I mean, you you have like a website and all that already set up and everything, or like I do. Well, it's a it's a blog site. I decided okay. to go to blog uh, before a website. Um, I don't know. I felt like it was the the best way to go for what I wanted to use it for. Um, maybe I will go over to a website. I don't know, but yeah, I do have a blog site. It's askablackgirl.org. Okay, you have to check that out. I mean, I do like the idea of. I could see it naturally lending itself to teaching you how to be a journalist, I guess, basically to make documentaries and everything. Cause you're, mm-hmm. you're talking to random people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you, do you go out by yourself when you do that? Or is it like, I have been out once and I said, I wasn't doing that again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but I realized this is probably not the best thing. Cause one day I will run into somebody who is, for real racist and it's not going to be a good situation. What size Plus, lynching rope do you wear? <laughs> well, wait a minute. That's not a question I wanted to be asked. Right. <laughs> so I always go with, usually my sister will come with me. Um, it's kind of hard to fumble around with the camera and, and all that. Even though I just use a GoPro, it's still, I talk with my hands and so that gets kind of weird trying to hold the GoPro and, you know, so. Yeah. Um, She'll normally come with me. See, I wonder where that, I mean, I, I'm wondering if that, I mean, do you, do you think at some point it'll be like a thing where you can kind of sit down and interview people or something? Or I I don't know. Um, I do like to go out that way because it's very impromptu and it c- catches people off guard. And sometimes because they're caught off guard, they just walk away. And other times because they're caught off guard, they're like, okay, sure, why not? But I don't know. Um, yeah, it seems like I would if you like had it have... more, sorry to interrupt, but if you had it like come tomorrow at three o'clock to ask a black girl a question, that's too much time because then I'm going to think of a, the right. question that I want answered the most and how I expect it to be answered. And it's just going to be more, right. more uh, fake. Right. Right, exactly, exactly. Okay. I do want to start incorporating some sit-down interviews with people that I, I do know, like, say, my friend from work, and, um, you know, other black people to share, you know, their experiences, just like, was it David you were saying? That you don't relate to some of those things, those stereotypes, you know. So I do want to try to incorporate some sit-down interviews, mm. but I don't want to switch it all the way over. I think... Even from the viewer standpoint, they like kind of the spontaneity of this yeah. random person asked this question and it wasn't planned. Yeah. No, honestly, I remember like a couple of years ago or they had that. What was it? Something like people could walk up and touch black people's hair or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. a little weird. But <laughs> I, I had that happen, I think, in the part one of that hair episode. Uh, randomly that day, every question I got was about my hair and everybody wanted to touch it. And I was like, this is strange, but I'm going to let this happen <laughs> <laughs> for today. <laughs> you know, wear a hat next time or something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, everybody is always trying to touch my hair. It's kind of, I don't know. It's like, all right. I'm not a puppy. Yeah. I know it's amazing, but you know, 
Um, well, that's, that's that's interesting, David. Did you have any other questions? Uh, how much did Shea Butter, uh, Shea Moisture, pay you for the shout out? <laughs> uh, nothing. Okay. They paid absolutely. Were you offended? They, they were you offended by their uh, whole commercial thing that happened? No. Okay. And I wrote a blog <laughs> about that. I wrote a blog about that. I was kind of like, honestly, I saw one of their products in the store one day that was not in the black hair products aisle. Mm. Or so we don't have an aisle. We have a, an end of an aisle. Mm. And it was like the middle of the, the rest of the hair products. And I was like, somebody must have put that in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, excuse me, uh, somebody uh, clean up <laughs> right, aisle exactly. four. <laughs> exactly. But I realized it is there every time I go on Target. I'm like, no, that's really right there. That's really where it's supposed to be. And honestly, I felt proud. I was like, finally, this black guy created this product and it's viewed and respected by the rest of the world mm -hmm. as a product that just belongs on the aisle and not on this little end cap. You know, this is for <laughs> the black color, The colored section. The colored section, right. <laughs> I was honestly proud. Like, Shea Moisture, I appreciate that even there, even there from, the, from a design standpoint, not that I have a problem with, with people that do this, but it doesn't have a person with an afro with a, hand, a fist up. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just a clean design that can translate to anybody. And I feel like that is where Pantene and Garnier Fructis, that's where they dropped the ball. They did not include us. Mm -hmm. So why don't we, you know, be the bigger person and include them? Yeah. Now, as far as their ad, I feel like, um, I I don't know. I, I feel like if they were going to use a black person, they should have used one that, um, how do you say this? No offense to the light-skinned people with curly hair. But yeah, but they use a lot of barely like, blacks or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Like the, yeah, the that, safe that, blacks. That's that. <laughs> I feel like if you wanted to represent for just, for black women, you should have just added a black woman. And I, I do understand where a lot of black women come from, that this is a struggle we've had to deal with for so long to the point where it's we're protecting it now. And I get that. And it's like, this is our struggle. Yeah, you may have red hair, and some people may call you a ginger. Bless your heart. But people literally don't want us to wear our hair in its natural state at work. I, I have had that very experience at my job. So to kind of lump us all together and say, we all struggle, I, we do, but it's on a different level. Yeah. And I, I do feel like if Shea Moisture um, wants to market to everybody, they have to include everybody. And I feel like they did that. It probably wasn't the best way. I do feel like the dude lied by saying he never saw the ad before it went out. Sure you did. You're never going to let an ad go out without seeing it. Yeah, that, so. it, well, what, that's what bothered me. I didn't care about the ad that much because, I, I mean, I use their products because yeah. my wife uses them. But, uh, yeah. and I don't feel like getting out the shower to find my stuff. But that's a different problem. But uh, <laughs> I, when I heard him say that, I was like, all right, now, now this is all BS from here on out. That's because yeah. there's no way yeah, you didn't baby. see that. You saw it, and you yeah. thought, you know, black Twitter was just going to let it slide. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't, and now you have to pay the price, and you should have said, we just dropped the ball. Sorry. Well, that, that's something I think we've, because we had talked about this a little bit 
on another episode, but so my thing was like, don't say struggle. Just yeah. Don't don't say that. Yeah, you can't use that in reference to like, black white people. people in it. No, you can't. Well, I mean, if you're going to say struggle, only put black people in it. Don't mix it up and say struggle, because then people are going to automatically like equate, you know. They're going to do the math and be like, um, no, that's not the same, you know. That's not the same thing, yeah. Don't say <laughs> struggle means something to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a different level of struggle. Life ain't been no crystal stair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I had to pull that out of the archive. <laughs> Okay, so you have also you also have like Instagram, you have a website. Uh, have you found those to be useful in promoting your videos? And was it hard to get started? Aside from like the uh, the personal mental barriers, time barriers, stuff like that, was it hard to just get started? Um, <laughs> let me just say, I am not very good on social media at all. In fact, I probably operate like a 70-year-old person <laughs> when it comes to social media. I just barely use Facebook. Barely. And I just, I'm starting to try to use Instagram. My Instagram page is kind of a mess. I have random photos of, oh, I took a picture of this church and my dog. And now here's Ask a Black Girl. So I kind of have a mess going on when it comes to social media. It is... It is my my weak spot. Well, if you're ever like um, if you ever moved into offering products like waist trainers or fitness tea, Instagram is a spot for that. <laughs> Those darn waist trainers. Yes. <laughs> Just put your logo on the waist trainer. I'm sure you'll get some sales. <laughs> <laughs> right. Twitter, I can't get with I'm just I'm really horrible with social media. Facebook has been the easiest thing. I need to, there are things that I need to do better with that as well. So to answer your question, yes, I have found it very difficult. Yeah, it's the same thing we deal with because, I mean, I think some people that do better on Twitter and other, especially Twitter, yeah. if you're the type of person that can say whatever's at the top of your mind, you know? Right, Or right. you're used to doing that. I mean, me, I see something, I have a thought, it stays in my head. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, it's like, this is my opinion on that. Okay, all right. I don't have right. to. I don't feel the need to say it, especially if other people are saying it. So I don't need to exactly. weigh in. <laughs> exactly. And then it's difficult because my main thing is videos, and you know, it's got to be 15 seconds or, or whatever it is for Twitter and Instagram. And then, it, I don't know. People don't want to be redirected if they're scrolling through their feed on Facebook. They don't want to click away to YouTube. Yeah. So it's easiest to just upload it straight to um, Facebook. But when I do that, the audience is just my just friends, friends on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. So I found that a real challenge. I mean, are you doing like SEO stuff on YouTube, like the tags and all that kind of stuff? Or No, well, I probably should be. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll talk, we'll talk. Then. Yeah. <laughs> well, cause, I mean, because, you know, it, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's like... Next to Google is the most popular search engine. Yeah. So, I mean, you can do the tags, the description, all that kind of stuff. You know, it'll help. And then monetizing things. And Yeah. I was monetizing them, and I stopped um, because it changed my focus. I was so focused on, how come nobody's watching these videos? It's monetized. I'm never going to make any money. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so I just really, I just decided to say, okay, I'm not going to monetize these just yet. I mean, 40 people are watching the video. You're not going to make anything. Um, just yet. So if I focus on making good content for those 40 or 100 people that watch the video, then it will grow to the point of, okay, mm -hmm. now it's good to monetize yep. this. Um, yeah. Now, I've heard a lot of people say that. It's like they'll make a song or they'll perform or they'll, you know, think of, they'll have one person in mind. Yeah, and they focus on that instead of trying to reach the, the whole, you know, <laughs> everybody. Yeah, yeah. These are the people that are watching, so make something really good for these people, and they'll share it, and then it'll grow from there. So I figure, you know, I can click the monetize button, but right now, I, I don't know if it's if it's even necessary. No, that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, if you work on that. Work on those uh, tags and everything. <laughs> yes, that would probably help. I, I really need to do that. I guess from a design sort of standpoint, I don't consider myself a designer at all, but I did try to put thought into um, what I did as far as like the colors that I use for the logo and for the blog site. Um, Blue is my favorite color anyway, but I wanted to choose a color that wasn't aggressive, that made people feel happy. So not a not a dark shade of blue, but not baby blue either. No blacks. And, uh, <laughs> like everything is red, black, and green. Oh, uh, you. Change the name so, to Ask a Black Girl That Matters. <laughs> right. So I wanted to choose a shade of blue that was kind of calming, but also cheerful at the same time. And that's sort of the idea that I have with my YouTube page. I want to address these these topics that can be heavy, but in a in a lighter way so that people don't feel so overwhelmed by it. Um, I just, I'm naturally drawn to black and white. So the blog site is mostly black and white with shades of blue in it. Um, just to add that element of, first of all, we're talking about race, and when people think about race, although think, although there are so many other races, people only think about black and white. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of also where I got the idea of black and white for the blog site, and then the, the blue, um, you know, to calm people down a little bit so they don't feel like, <laughs> oh, this is a... It's not confrontational. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't yeah. know if that even comes across or if people even feel that way when they visit the blog or, you know, but that was the the kind of thought that I put into it. And with the logo, um, I kind of played with different things, but I wanted something simple, but got the point across that I'm a female, but I didn't want to have an afro on there, you know, because my hair does change often. And I wanted people to just see that, yes, this is Ask a Black Girl, but at the end of the day, I'm just a female. You know, I don't know. So that's kind of yeah the thought that I put into. Well, that that um, kind of ties back into like what you were saying about the Shea Moisture thing, which I, I I've noticed that about them as well. It's like mm -hmm. a lot of companies that are successful that kind of cross over, if to to use that term, mm -hmm. they don't mm -hmm. make themselves so blatantly ethnic. Right. Which, I mean, I don't think it's necessary to do that anymore, but, um, well, I have an example. So I'm working, I'm doing working on a logo for a company now, and I think the company has something to do with health, but they felt mm -hmm. the need to put the word black 
in the name of the company, which didn't make sense to me because it had nothing to do with the services the company provides or anything. So I emailed. Black Hills. Well, I don't want to say the company's name because they might happen to. But listen. it's close to that. Yeah, but it's close to that. But um, I'm not laughing. No, it's it's funny. I emailed him. I was like, "You're you're pigeonholing yourself by focusing like, yeah. you know, like." the black car wash or the black this is a black movie or whatever things like that those things you're you're limiting yourself on purpose and it doesn't make sense like mm-hmm. as a black person i don't feel like i need to see the colors green black and red i don't need to see someone with an afro i don't need to see tyler perry yeah. to know that this movie is appealing to me <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah 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 exactly exactly well exactly. if i see tyler perry i know it doesn't appeal to well me. If I, yeah exactly <laughs> if i see Medea, probably not watching it Probably not watching. Like if you've seen one or two of those, well, if you've seen one of those movies, you probably can figure out the the plot of the other ones. You, you basically. Yeah, that's that's an interesting. That I mean, like a balance is you have to find because some people will look at it as like, oh, we need to be aggressive as black people and like you know, throw it in their face. But I kind of yeah. fall on the other side of like, or they'll look at like you not throwing, putting, like pushing it as you like trying you to sell, sell out or out. something like that. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. kinda look at it as like you just wanna be who you are. Like you're not yeah. you're not walking around like angry all the time. I mean that's not you know and I mean, who wants to walk around moisture. like that. <laughs> right. With shea moisture, it's already based on shea butter. How black how much more black do you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Black people don't think are too familiar with shea butter outside of, you know yeah, shea so. moisture. So yeah, I feel like there's. I thought what they did was good because it's it's not. It's not so white that I'm like yeah. that is clearly not for me, and it's not yeah. so black that a white person to say that is clearly not for me. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and and in that one episode, that white guy said he uses Shea Moisture products. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I was kind of surprised. <laughs> me too. <laughs> but I don't know that you know they're gonna use um, as I am or what's Af- something else. Afro Sheen. <laughs> you know what I mean? They might if it works for them, but they're gonna grab something that just feels a little like less aggressively black. Yeah. <laughs> you can be black without being so aggressive about it. I don't know. And I I did feel some kind of way about saying calling my youtube channel ask a black girl but i'm like that's what i am at the end of the day you yeah. know and i want people to feel comfortable with the fact that that's what i am mm-hmm. i think i mean it sounds it's it's yeah i don't know pr- provocative is a strong word but um i don't <laughs> know i mean it, <laughs> not where i was going with that <laughs> <laughs> no it, it 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 says something but it doesn't it doesn't come off aggressive because it's asking a black girl it's not like you know, listen to a black girl. <laughs> no, that's definitely, we definitely don't need to listen to black girls, much less women. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I agree. It's like, you're saying ask me something, but you're, if your logo was more aggressive or something like that, then it would c- create, you know, a different perception. With, yeah. Ask the black exactly. girl with a fist at the exactly. end. <laughs> yeah. As long as yeah. you don't have like brown fist ask emojis, you're good. That. <laughs> right. Like ask me something I don't like. Yeah, <laughs> try it. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it, I mean, it encourages a conversation, which is, I think, is ultimately 
the goal. More, yeah, that's more productive than just, you know, listen to, you know, you're terrible mm-hmm. and you're pressing me. You know, it, it's... I'm black know. and proud. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to talk to somebody like that. <laughs> no. I'm black. I'm, like, I'm proud too, but... Right, yeah. Why are you uh, forcing that on me right now? <laughs> Respect my agency. <laughs> uh, I have one last, one more question. I don't, I don't know how much time we have, but um, how long did it take, or how long did you spend in, I guess, what we could call the valley of decision between when you had the idea to start and when you actually started, and how did you get past that? Um, let me think. It probably took me two weeks. Oh, okay. That's amazing. Um, yeah, honestly, it it took me about two weeks. I decided what I was going to do and, um, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to start on this day. My goal was actually to release the first video, um, Friday, the January 21st or whatever, what, inauguration day. Oh. That was my goal. And I had come up with the idea like two weeks prior to that. Um, so, yeah. I didn't get to release it that day. It was, a, it was the Sunday after that Friday. So just a couple days later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it took me about two weeks. I <laughs> Don't tell my boss. I printed out that sign at work and was like, I'm going to just, I'm going to do this and I'm going to start um, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> when you printed it out, you had to run and get it off the printer really quick. Before someone else walked <laughs> up and saw it. Like, no, nah, that that was Annie that printed that. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we know it was you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's what I did. I was just like, if I think about this too long, I'm probably not going to do it. Well, I think that's... Yeah the biggest gym or thing I'm going to remember from this is like that whole fail quickly and just go do it. Cause I've had a few ideas like me and Anthony, we talked about starting this podcast. I don't know a long time before we actually started it. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't like we made excuses. It's just, we talked about it and didn't do it. Or I was like, well, how are we going to do this? He's in Atlanta. I'm in DC. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good enough reason not to do anything. I'm going to go scroll on yeah. Instagram. And <laughs> next thing I know is a year later, and I'm like, all right, stop tripping. And we start emailing people, emailing each other, like, order this mic off of Amazon. We're going to start recording next Sunday. Be there yeah, or be yeah. square. Yeah. I, that, that thing, I, that little course I took really changed my mindset on that whole growth-driven design idea. Just put work out there that you're not embarrassed about. Yeah. Um, but you know it's decent quality it may not be the best but what's the point of wasting all that time making it the best if that's not what people want anyway yeah yeah um, and you have no idea what you kind of don't have a clear concept of what the best is if you haven't have no experience doing this yet because exactly. <laughs> you know? exactly. yeah. i think one of the first videos i or second videos i don't remember one of them one of them was too long and um the only way for me to know that is to just put it out there and see. Maybe it wouldn't be too long for some people. You know what I mean? Mm, you just have to yeah. put stuff out there, see what people like and don't like, and then grow based on that. Otherwise, <laughs> if you're like me, you'll never do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I think a lot of times we're 
we feel like we have to be perfect before we can yeah present ourselves to the world when it's like man there's people out here prospering and they ain't they're mediocre <laughs> nowhere near no they ain't nowhere near pro- uh, perfect so exactly <laughs> now don't get me wrong i have anxiety every time i upload a new video like oh my gosh this is not the way i want it to be and yeah. then i'm just like shut up Let's get press it out make there. public <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that's that's what it have to be. Like, just you got to put yourself out there. I mean, there's plenty yeah. of people who are big and recording off their like little uh, iMac camera, iMac camera, whatever it is on your on your MacBook yeah. Pro. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I have way better cameras than that. Right. And so I have no reason that- to uh, to be shy about it. But I, I don't know. I think yeah. you know it's that uh. I don't know what is the best term for it is, but it's just like you, you get in analysis paralysis or whatever you want to call it. Yes, and then next yes. thing you know, you haven't done anything. And that person that you were watching, <laughs> they've grown and improved exponentially. Because I'm sure every time you do a video, you learn something and you're like, well, next time it's not going to be as bad. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, um, Sophia, thanks for uh, talking to us. Where can we find you on the Internet? Um, you have waist trainers for sale. And, uh, <laughs> I have Ask a Black Girl waist trainers. Ask a Black Girl waist <laughs> Ask a Black Girl teeth whitening. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow me on YouTube or subscribe to my page, my YouTube channel at Ask a Black BLK Girl. Sorry, Black was taken. It's stupid. Um, you can also uh, subscribe to my blog at ask a blck black girl dot org. So the the normal black ask a black girl dot org. Um, Instagram ask a blk girl and Twitter. Just don't follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the warning. Twitter is ask a. Girl, right. <laughs> that's white girl, nineteen eighty nine. Don't even waste your time on Twitter. But yeah, that's how you can find me. Do I need to say that again? No, I wasn't. Right uh, it was fine. You can edit that. You will leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine with me. I don't, I don't know. Well, thanks uh, for joining us. Uh, Hopefully, whoever listens, all 10 or 11 people that listen, hopefully you learn something and remember to just get out there and do whatever you're trying to do. Uh, chase your dreams, even if it's just a YouTube channel or like a business or yeah. a waist trainer. Don't don't spend too much time thinking about it. Uh, go get it done. And with like I was going to say earlier, um, uh, with the way technology is now, there's no reason for you there's very few reasons for you to not go do what you want to do. Like starting a YouTube channel is not that hard. Just sign up and you already have a Gmail account. So just click YouTube and upload like (laughs) starting a a podcast, starting a website, all that stuff is none of it's hard anymore. So, uh, your biggest obstacle is probably between your shoulders and up a little bit. Yep. What's that that, that quote from RuPaul? Your fear of looking stupid is holding you back. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he said anything yeah. important. Yeah, nothing against him. No, no, I've just never yeah, heard a quote of that him. Was, <laughs> of his. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a quote from him. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, you can find us on the internet at Alien Muffin everywhere. 
<laughs> no shade. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me.